The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Ever wondered how a book gets made into a movie? Or how to master the art of cooking? Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. On our podcast, we're going to be serving you a fresh perspective of the entertainment industry alongside our favorite celebrity guests. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Morenci. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. Throwing it down as the Wicked Wednesday has uh, begun. And has it been wicked? Where do we start? The Orlando Magic and the Milwaukee Bucks were set to take the court earlier in the day, but the Milwaukee Bucks decided not to take the court. Orlando was not in on it. Orlando uh, were going through their pregame uh, warm-up, and when it was all said and done, uh, that was just the beginning of a domino effect, of course, that saw the remainder of the NBA games uh, get uh, canceled uh, today. Now the question is, uh, is the remainder of the season, the remainder of the playoffs, going to get canceled uh, right now? Reports are that both the Los Angeles Clippers and the Los Angeles Lakers players collectively voted not to play and to end the season. Now, it wasn't a final, um, you know, it wasn't a final, like, final vote, every, you know, final count, so to speak. It was just, like, what their their internal feelings uh, were. Doc Rivers reportedly telling them that they have more power if they stay in the bubble and they have more power if they play. Uh, Woj, Woj all over this. Uh, basically, behind the scenes right now, Chris Paul, Uh, Chris Paul, of course, the head of the National Basketball Association uh, Players uh, Union. Chris Paul uh, just wants the players to be uh, unified, no matter what the decision is. C.J. McCollum uh, says, listen, if we're going to boycott, we need a real plan of action. If we're going to walk out of here, where are we going to go next? Uh, Doc Rivers says that they're better off using the platform, um, voting, and holding uh, police accountable. There's a lot of different uh, voices uh, being heard. Uh, right now, there are also reports that the National Basketball Association referees are ready to join the players in this boycott. Solidarity across the board. The Milwaukee Brewers stepped up and in and canceled their baseball game uh, this evening. And uh, that sound that you hear right now, that's the sound of National Football League general managers and owners going, oh, my freaking God. Um, as the National Football League regular season is right around the corner, or is it? Chaos. We break it down. A raging redhead Cam Stewart will make us feel better, though. Babano will as well. Sports Rage Late Night. And your rage. Sports. 
sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Sports Rage Late Night. I am Gabriel Morenci. Let's do this thing. It's the Wicked Wednesday. Crazy, uh, a crazy Wednesday at that, uh, obviously. Very fluid situation, as fluid as the Pacific Ocean uh, right now. A lot of Woj bombs uh, being uh, dropped. Uh, the NBA Board of Governors is meeting at 11 a.m. Eastern on Thursday morning um, to, to assess the situation. There is a belief right now uh, among some uh, that the NBA players just need a day or two to cool off. Um, although tomorrow's games have not been officially canceled uh, yet, I wouldn't be putting any money down on these games uh, right now. As the Boston Celtics and the Toronto Raptors have already been in talks about boycotting uh, this basketball uh, game. So just to get you caught up uh, to date uh, right now, where we're at right now, the big news is the Los Angeles Lakers and the Los Angeles Clippers have both have voted to walk uh, for real, like to leave the bubble and shut it down. It wasn't a final vote. It was more of just a uh, a loose players, both teams. Don't forget, they're all in the same hotels and stuff, guys, right? So all these guys are sitting together as well. So this, this is a difference. Um, like, like the Raptors and Celtics have been meeting. These guys are like on the same hotel. They're just on different floors. And same with the Lakers and the Clippers. Like all the top teams are all in the same hotel. So these guys have been meeting. They all seem to be mostly on the same page. Doc Rivers was at the meeting and told them, guys, you, you know, don't do this. You have more power if you play, um, and that's that's my take. But you guys, you know, it's your your call. I support you either way. Nobody knows what LeBron has said yet, right? But I'll tell you what. If it is leaked that both the Lakers and the Clippers have both voted internally that they don't want to continue playing, I got to believe that Kawhi and LeBron have approved this. Um, a, a, lot of, a lot of crazy stuff uh, going on. Um, uh, but, and listen, it's depressing. It's depressing. I remember, I remember saying about two and a half months ago or so, and it feels like it was like two years ago, actually, so much stuff has happened. I was sitting in Stewart Studios, and uh, we were excited about Skins games uh, with, like, losers like Matthew Wolf and Ricky Fowler. And, 
And remember, Jesus. like, we were really excited. There was, like, a NASCAR, like, duel race on or something. It was like, oh, my God. And there was, like, George Floyd riots and civil unrest and, like, people smashing things and COVID. And here we are now, like, nearly three months later, and it's the exact same thing. <laughs> it's like everything seems to be, like, getting about, like, to be shut down right now. And I'll tell you what, like, if the NBA players walk, then, you know, what happens, man? Then baseball teams are going to start walking. They're going to say, oh, we can't play. Oh, I got to stand with these guys. And then the NFL. Like, there's a big domino effect uh, going on here. The raging redhead Cam Stewart steps up and in and, um, and uh, joins us. I figure Cam can lighten the mood a little bit. I've got some uh, hot takes, I'm sure, <laughs> some on this uh, subject. But holy crap, how you doing, Cam? I'm doing great. I got golf picks. What's in Cam's golf bag? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly it. Hey, man, you know what, Marenzi? In today's world, we need a, a little bit of fun. We need a little bit, you know, like crack a couple jokes. Let's relax. I get the serious of the situation, but I'm going to tell you something here. We work at, on Sports Grid. We're here to bet this tournament. I can tell you one thing. These guys are playing tomorrow. I, I don't know what's going to happen in the future, but uh, me and you are on the same page in this golf tournament right now, and I like it. Yeah, I don't expect uh, the, I don't expect the PGA Tour to take a social stand in the morning. No. Uh, so for those of no. you that are <laughs> those of you that want to bet on something that will uh, forge forge forward uh, the BMW championship <laughs> will forge forward. Um, <laughs> so what what do you got for us? Dan? It almost it, it almost sounds sick, right? Like all these things that are going on. It's like the BMW championship, and you brought up a great point today. It's like these guys, the FedEx Cup, were three weeks in. The winner gets $15 million. The rest of these guys get uh, a $60 million pot. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I got to say it's this, a good thing people like, I love golf. This, yeah, it's a good thing the public yep. doesn't know this. They'll be like, they'll be like, so you're telling me that the, the world's on fire. There's a hurricane. Hurricane Laura's, like, destroying people's houses. <laughs> Cops are shooting people. You guys are playing for $60 million cash right now. <laughs> like, like yeah, it is, br- like, incredibly <laughs> tone deaf, but... Like, I don't even call them out. I don't expect. They're golfers. What do you want? They're living in their own yeah, bubble. What do you want? They're well, golfers. Exactly. And I, I'm, I'm going to say this, too. Not all the guys in the PGA Tour are dicks. But, and if you're going to, like, I'm not going to defend anybody, but they give a lot of money to charity. Like, you know, like I'll, I'll, I will say this. Like, the FedEx St. Jude, like, these guys are donating millions. Oh, no. They make a lot of money. I get it. But that's the thing, Marenzi. It's like, what kind of Tour person are you in charity. your life? They are. They're the best. And I will say this, like the way I look at it is, are you nice to people? Do you, are you a good person? Do you help people out? Like, that's the thing. Like, what can we do as individuals now? Like I get it. Like there's a bigger message out there, but honestly, all you can do is go out, live your life, buddy, and try to be the best person you can. I love golf. I'm going to bet on golf. I worked at a golf club. I used to clean rich guys clubs, lie to their wives about their cash games and do all that thing. Pick the range with the tractor Guys would smoke balls at me in the tractor. Hey, how you doing? Like, you know, I had a lot of fun, you know, sweating up, carrying the bags hung over after a keg party at my house. You know, I I worked a lot of years there and, uh, you know, met Steve Stricker when he was on the Canadian tour and all sorts of guys. But you know what? I love golf. I'm not going to lie to you. I get it. Some some guys are elitist. Some guys are just regular dudes that were good at a sport. And that's the way it is. I'm going to bet it. I'm not going to change who I am. 
All right. Uh, so Cam Stewart will not be stopped. Um, he's betting on a BMW. And I think I know a couple yes. of the golfers that he's taking. I said this earlier in the day uh, today. I personally will be betting on John Rahm to win this tournament at 10 to Love 1. It. Love it, Marenzi. I'm going to say this. And, you know, I respect a lot of people's opinion. And how do you say no to Dustin Johnson? What he did last week, it was stupid. You beat a guy by 11 strokes. Like Harris English is sitting there going, hey, man, I came second. Hear what Kevin Kisner said? When Dustin Johnson's playing like that, I love his honesty. He's like, all I care about is the money. He goes, I can't beat this guy. Just give me a good paycheck so I can, you know, put more money in the bank. And that, that was an honest assessment. This guy just wants to make money, and that's the thing. DJ was cooking. He was hitting stingers. He was hitting fairways. He was hitting putts. And the old DJ would have gagged, And but I don't know what it was. Like, I got to tell you something, that Brooks Kepka stuff, and they work out together, and I know Kepka. I don't think he really meant it that way. He's just kind of stupid with his words. But when he kind of like said, hey, dude, you only got one major and look at me. I think Dustin Johnson, even though he's a real chill dude, kind of looked at him and said, screw you. You know, I can go out and do this too. And Dustin Johnson's a Hall of Famer already. He's won over 20 tournaments on the tour. And you know what, Marenzi? He wins a tournament every single year. So all the things you want to say about DJ, sometimes we're like, does he care enough? Like, that's just his attitude. Like, some people are chill people. Other people are, like, emotional, right? And I think DJ gets a lot of negative slack because he's just kind of like, ho-hum, you know? That's his, But you can't blame a guy. That's who he is. Uh, the Raging Redhead uh, Cam Stewart uh, with us. So, uh, Dustin Johnson is plus 750. John Rahm is 10 to 1. Uh, Justin Thomas is uh, 12 to 1. DeChambeau, 13 to 1. Xander Shifley is uh, 16 to 1. Uh, Rory, once again, if you want to uh, burn money, uh, bet on Rory McIlroy. Uh, Rory McIlroy is 18 to 1. Morikawa is 20 to 1. Daniel Berger is definitely somebody, you guys, you want to be taking a look at for top 10 and top 20 props. Uh, the burger on the barbecue has been hot um, this summer. So who? what's uh, what's in Cam's bag? Who are you going to be betting on? Here's the thing, Marantz. You said it. Like, Berger's one of these guys. He's top five every week. How do you not take him? But I will say this. I love the John Rom pick. I loved him all week. I disagreed with when I did my show with Blessing. He's basically saying, DJ, I'm on Rom at 10 to 1. But I have a couple other guys for you. After the break, buddy, some top 10s, some top 20s, some matchups, and I even have a couple first-round leaders. Nothing like a big tournament when you wake up and see your guy and you get great value with the first-round leader props, better than the original outright winners. It's a wow, game. It's fantastic. I'll show you some of these odds. Money. Yeah, say what you will about the PGA, but they don't play around. They're playing for real money. $15 million to the winner of the FedEx uh, Cup, the standings, the FedEx uh, playoffs. We have two more tournaments uh, to, to, uh, to play. Sports Race Late Night continues. Best bets coming up. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hey, everyone. It's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you. 
because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down. And too many people fall victim to the picture-perfect image of the high life, so I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We, we gonna learn. And most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is gonna be your church, your turn up, and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In With Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In With Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Visit today. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Sports Rage Late Night continues. I am Gabe Morenci. My Twitter's blowing up here. Twitter's uh, blowing up uh, right now. We, we asked a poll question. Uh, do you guys think that they, they will walk and, uh, and cancel the rest of the playoffs and leave uh, the bubble, or will they stay? And my gut instinct tells me that they're going to stay. I think they'll calm down stay. and cool off after a couple of days. And, um, you know... Guys, they've already been there for you've already been in there for like 50 days, man. Like, and I know there was a there was a couple of players that said that, and they said, guys, like we've come this far. Let's not like give it up. But now, and there's all kinds of different sides to this that we're gonna get to. Um, you know, part, you know, you could argue, and part of us could say, hey, about you know, racist police are going not going to care if the NBA plays or not. And you could also make the argument that, like, probably about 80%, the majority of NBA fans agree with the NBA players, right? Like, so the the NBA is sort of preaching to the, the you know, to they're already preaching to the converted uh, here. But also at the same point in time, guys, and we'll get into it a little bit later on, we'll get back into the golf picks, but it's not our league. Like, people get so upset. You know, we're NBA fans. We're not NBA players. And basically, if you're African-American right now, and especially if you're rich, like if you are a celebrity, you're a player, you you have influence, it's definitely on your mind that what are you going to tell your kids in 20 years? Like when when, when they look back. You know what? Like, uh, and let me just get to this. We'll get back to camp, but. One of the most poignant things uh, from one of those great OJ uh, documentary series was, you guys remember, Watts was rioting. And, you know, this stuff never changes, right? So Watts was, you know, there was a big riot in Los Angeles. And where was OJ Simpson that night during the riot? Accepting an award from, um, from Bob Hope. And hanging basically with like Bing Crosby and stuff, a bunch of old white people. <laughs> well, South Central was on fire. And oh yeah, by the way, USC campus is in South Central in Watts, right? And that was brought up. Like part of his legacy was, yeah, he had no like interest at in all in civil rights. OJ never, and it was ironic because he really played the race card hard when his life was on the line after he killed two people, right? But in reality, he didn't. Excellent so I think, point. Yeah, Cam, I think basically, you, you know what I mean? A guy like Kyle Lowry, a guy like LeBron and these guys are asking themselves, what what side of history am I going to be on, right? 
and it's real. I mean, it's the, and another thing is too, they're the ones giving something up. Like some of these fans get so mad, Cam, and you know I love the NBA, but they're the ones giving you up do. the championship, not me. It's their careers, not ours, guys. Right? Like they're not firemen. They're not garbage men screwing you. NBA players is not a necessity. Exactly. It's not an essential service, guys. All right. I mean, it just you know, it just it is, it is what it is. But uh, we'll we'll get to this. Let's get uh, let's get into Cam's golf bag. But before we get into call, uh, Cam's golf bag, let's uh, let's hear what was in the uh, his sack <laughs> tonight. People always are uh, always uh, curious and fascinated. Cam, was it a wine night? Was it a beer night? Um, I don't know. Maybe edibles. <laughs> Some special rice. Great crispies. questions. Excellent, excellent questions. And I will sodas. say this though, and I'm, I'm not. You know me. I'm all not a legal. political all guy, legal, but of course. State, all, all legal, oh, of course. Everything, all, buddy. All, all, all I yeah. do is, hey man, everything that's in my fridge and freezer, legal. All <laughs> legal. I might get deals, but I'll tell you, it's legal. What's in the bag? What's in the fridge? But first, great point, Marenzi. You're eloquent in what you say, but the real statement. They can postpone games all they want, but I think the whole point is, and I'm just going to say this, there's names on the back of the jersey and all that, and after a while, it's like, who cares? Now, it's all it's all a money-making machine. The, the things that they had, the logos, the message, it was not met. So if these guys want to make a real statement, they'll walk, but they won't because you know the NBA will panic. But anyway, I'm here to give picks with golf. That's what I'll do right now, but you know exactly that's the way it's going to go down. LeBron and these guys, it's amazing to me that the Lakers and Clippers, the teams that are favored to win, are saying, we're, we're ready to walk, we're ready to leave the bubble. That's unreal, and uh, you said it, man, earlier on in the show. It's going to be a trickle-down effect, but I'm here to give golf picks, so let's party. Bring it on. All right, give us your best bet, buddy. Hey, I'm with you, Gabe. John Rahm is the play this week. A lot of people like uh, DJ. I'm not taking anything away from DJ. Put him in the top 10, but Rahm's the play at 10. If you like a little bit of, uh, you know, meat on the grill, the burger. You said it, Gabe. Every week the burger satisfies at 22, 20 to 1 right now. And a couple other long shots, Louie and Norin. But I'm only betting. This is the thing. You're not going to see a six-pack, Marancy. And to, to the listeners' uh, questions, maybe five king cans are, are, part, are missing. That's why there's only one beer in the six-pack. Top 10s. We got DJ minus 135. We got Rom minus 105. We got DeChambeau plus 125 and Justin Thomas. All big ball hitters. Those are guys for top 10s. Now we look at top 20s. Burger we talked about on GTD. He's only a buck 35. Love it. Love the burger and the hot grill. And a couple guys, if you want a little bit of value, we got Louie and I like him top 10, but top 20 to be safe, plus 195. Victor Hovland, plus 130. I think he'll be there a top 10 this week, but security, top 20. Alex Noren, the fiery Swede at plus 210. Also, matchup bets. It's interesting to me. Why is Rom favored over DJ? DJ's plus 750 to win. Rom's 10. Give me Rom over DJ at minus 122. Berger over Day at a buck 20. We got Berger, uh, sorry, Noren over Horschel at plus 125. And Louie plus 100 over Matthew Fitzpatrick. But I'm not done, Marenzi. Everybody loves the first round leader. And what are you going to do? You're going to yep. take a guy like John Rahm, who is 10 to 1. Is he going to lead? He's 17 to 1 first round leader. But a guy that I really like, Tony Finau, the Thursday Warrior, 29 to 1. Victor Hovland, 37. Louis, 40. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Let's rock. 
Cam Stewart laying it down. First uh, first round leader uh, props uh, here. Um, looking at uh, matchup uh, plays, uh, Cam. What matchup plays uh, are you looking at? Uh, you know, I would like to pick on Rory. And, you, you know, you look at Rory, guys. Yeah. Rory, no top tens all year. Since they've come back, since they started playing golf again, Rory, not one top 10 and one top 30 in the entire season. Yet this guy is always one of the top favorites, which is just uh, just ridiculous uh, right there. You know a guy we didn't talk about, actually, uh, Cam? Um, Kevin Kisner, uh, as far as top 10, top 20. Kevin Kisner doesn't pay, um, you know, it, it, it doesn't pay. It's not bad, actually. You know what I mean? The, the, the top 10 is in the plus 300 range, uh, but I'm more of a top 20 guy. Uh, than the top 10, but Kisner, yeah. uh, top 10. Uh, we talked about Daniel Berger. This guy's unbelievable. Daniel Berger's got four five, uh, four top five finishes in his last six events. So Berger, somebody you want to be taking a look at uh, with the props. And Alex Noren, you and I agreed uh, as far as a nice long shot, especially for the props. Plus 210, top 20, Alex Noren. Love Noren this week. He's also playing for something. He's a hot player. Louis Oosthuizen got in on the number. The top 70 make it. He was number 69. Huge birdie on 18 in the last tournament. He'll want to go low to get to next week's tournament. Top 30 at Eastlake, Gabe. I will say this about Kevin Kisner. I like him a lot. I'm not sure how this course will work for him. It's a little bit long, but here's the thing. Kisner hits the ball straight, and once he gets the putter going, I like Kisner more for a top 20 over a top 10. But have you seen his results recently? Top five back-to-back weeks. Third, T4, Kisner's hot, man. I told you, those Georgia Bulldogs. <laughs> Harris English on fire. Russell Henley feeling it. And Kevin Kisner, the Georgia Bulldogs are on fire. The raging redhead Cam Stewart, always on uh, fire. Where's Babano? Uh, Babano's going to step up and in a little bit. Uh, no, no, he's going to join us a little bit uh, later oh. on. Things are ca- chaotic enough as it is, right? Like with, uh, with, with everything that's going on in I the agree. NBA. What's in your bag? Um, and then Colorado's we'll find out winning. What's, uh, what's in Babano's bowl a little bit later on. That's our new segment. What's in Babano's soup bowl? bowl? The soup bowl. Yeah, or what fish? Is he eating tilapia? Is he eating haddock? I don't know what... Uh, Babano likes fish, and he likes soup. He seems more of a, you know, a, a haddock type of guy to me, Babano. He loves his fish and chips. And you're right, Gabe. We should go to the soup festival with Babano one day. I'll tell you this guy. You're right, though. He's got a secret life. I don't know what he's doing behind that Japanese screen, but it uh, it isn't good. Babano strikes me as someone that likes liver. <laughs> yeah, not just likes liver. I think I, I don't know what his like his end game is, but I will say this: I think he's a guy like he does. Even, even you don't eat liver, right? Us, no, no, liver, no, no. I'll eat it if you like put a gun to my head or like put me in a headlock, but I I don't <laughs> buy liver. I will, I will say this about Babano, too. Like, he's like, oh, you know, I'm working, and I'm working on these picks. Like, what else are you doing? Like, he seems like he's going to, like, the concrete factory when he's telling us. Like, I've been working since 8 o'clock in the morning. You're doing shows every night. I love Babano. Oh, man, what a, what a rough night. <laughs> I did, like, a 20-minute podcast. Yeah, yeah, rough day of working after love a couple of videos. Yeah. He's the best. Yeah, he's the best, man. Cody, uh... Cody AV, um, shout out to Cody AV in Vancouver, had had a great line. He was calling someone soft. I think it was Gary Bettman. Uh, it was Lou Holtz. It was yeah, it was Lou Holtz. 
and he said, oh, Lou Holtz is so soft, he sleeps with his socks on. And I'm thinking, oh, I've slept with my socks on. <laughs> I like sleeping with my socks on. I got no problem with that. It keeps you warm. In the winter, socks are great, man. What are you talking about, soft? Socks? No, I sleep with socks on, don't you? Who doesn't? Come on. Yeah, you don't want cold feet. <laughs> Can't exactly. Sleep with in cold the summer, feet. I'm bare feet. Winter socks. Come on. All right. We'll catch you on uh, Game Time Decisions. Great job, uh, Cam. Love you, Marenzi. Yeah, by the way, yeah, it was Canadian Tall Boys and uh, Strongbow Cider. Later, everybody. Sports <laughs> Rage. Late night. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Sports Rage Late Night continues. Bet your rage, and there's a lot of rage uh, out there. Uh, these are really, really crazy times, man. We talked about, uh, we've talked about this recently, actually, uh, in the last couple of days, um, you know, in a couple of times over the last couple of months. Although I just prefer bitching about games and teams and coaches and bets and stuff. Um, but, uh, but here we are. Here we are uh, once again uh, in the middle, um, you know, in the middle of another another controversy. There's not a lack of uh, of opinions uh, flying around out there uh, right now. A lot of bad takes, a lot of ignorant takes. And, you know, the thing is, there's one thing to. You know, you can disagree with people. Uh, you, you can disagree with somebody. You can disagree philosophically. Uh, with somebody, but if you don't listen and at least have a debate, then it never really goes anywhere. And you know that's why I can see why we are where we're we're at right now. People aren't listening. Like, how many people really listen to Chris Weber today? All right, like you know, I mean, Chris Weber was in near tears today, and he was in tears. How many people listen to Isaiah Thomas uh, speak today? You know, to to Jim Jackson uh, speak today. To so you know, there were so many smart and uh, eloquent voices uh, that you know that spoke uh, today. Yet you know, here we here we are uh, right now, and you know, will will the NBA season go on? Um, I believe that it will. I don't think they're going to shut it down. Uh, but when I said there's a lot of bad takes out there. The what about China stuff is probably the lowest, stupidest hanging fruit. The fact of the matter is, every one of us, every person, everybody, is a walking hypocrite and uh, and contradiction. All right, you know, that you know, that that's just reality. It's like, oh, you know what? You're a vegetarian, yeah, but you're wearing a leather jacket, or. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, you're a big social justice warrior, but you're wearing your, your Nikes or the computer or, you know, basically everything that we have are made in sweatshops. It's impossible to really be pure. Like, there, there was there was a book in which 
somebody tried to live like Jesus for real, and it didn't go well. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't easy in today's uh, day. It wasn't easy in today's day and age. Like basically, like you go to hell if you put butter on a steak. <laughs> like read the Bible, right? There's some fine print in there, people. Um, you know, so a level of hypocrisy with all of us, but the China stuff, and I don't want to get geopolitical, but you often hear people talk about it, about, well, you know, in Hong Kong, and what about, what about, what about China and stuff? Yeah, yeah, whatever. You know, yeah, it's true. Were the NBA players hypocritical about, uh, about China? Yes. In the same way that every other business in America is hypocritical about China. I mean, how many people rip China and then go shopping at Walmart after the fact? The fact of the matter is, China holds over $1.1 trillion of U.S. debt, people. All right? It's not the NBA that created that debt. The NBA doesn't have debt in China. They make money there. The NBA is not the ones borrowing money off the Chinese government at an alarming, crazy-ass rate, are they? No. So, like, to blame the NBA, like, all the time for, like, China this and China that, Donald Trump's ties are made in China, all right? As he rails against China, his suit is made in China. Clay Travis panics about the NBA. Oh, the NBA. It's like, what about her emails? Clay Travis panics about the NBA in China uh, all the time. It's funny. I've never heard him cry about Ivanka Trump uh, and all those copyrights and all the business she has going on in China. No, it's funny. No, no, it's just the NBA, right? Like the NBA is the one that created all the problems in China. Like, yeah, like get over it, all right? If that's your argument, then you're just if that's your only argument, then whatever. You know, you 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 wouldn't be a very good attorney. I'll tell you that much. Like to you know, so like the whole to blame, you know, to blame to blame the NBA for Hong Kong and China and and China's actions, I think, is pretty preposterous. It's, it, you know, as we stated, we're all hypocrites. I'm a hypocrite. We're, we all contradict ourselves. Um, and also, as I stated, if you really wanted to live pure, I don't think it would be easy. We'd all be walking around with paper bags and then whatever paper, or you're killing the trees in the rainforest. I don't know. You got to walk around naked, I guess. <laughs> And drink puddle water. You know what I'm saying? Like, everything is somehow, you know what I mean? Hypocritical. Somehow somebody's getting screwed. Somehow somebody's getting underpaid. Somebody's getting killed. Somebody's getting eaten. Animals are attacking each other. It's just nature, all right? Somebody's going to be getting screwed all the time. That's just the way that it is. Except, you know... I personally think it's better if they play, but I'm a middle-aged, bald, white man. You know what I'm saying? I don't play in the NBA. It's not our league. I'm a fan uh, of the league, and I can totally understand, I can totally understand these players looking themselves in the mirror and, and, um, and and asking themselves, how do I want to be remembered? What do I want to tell my children? This isn't a game to them. Like when you see when like when you see Robert Ory, a guy that's won like what six, seven championships, ice in his veins, one of the greatest big time uh, big game players in the history of the game, break down in tears tonight. 
saying that every time his 14-year-old kid goes out, he's worried he's going to get shot by the cops. You know, like, you know, if you don't see Chris Webber uh, break down, Sam Mitchell talked about how the police pulled him over like two weeks ago and like took his, uh, his license away and berated him. Meanwhile, they stopped like a white, uh, a white motorist who berated the cops for stopping him. And he said the cops apologized to the white guy for stopping him while they yelled at Sam Mitchell, who was like a long time, you know, guy's like a millionaire and a long time head coach in the NBA. Not exactly a big threat to the community. So, you know, it's pretty clear that like the, you know, like I don't believe and I don't think they think, listen, if they don't play NBA basketball, it's not going to stop some cop from doing something stupid. All right. And I don't think every cop is racist, but if they don't play, it's not going to stop. You know, the world isn't going to change. But at the same point in time, it doesn't mean that they can't do anything. And, you know, and there's like a level of selfishness on the other side where people are just sort of upset that, quote, you know, the game isn't on. And, you know, I was, I, I actually looked it up. I was thinking about a game and Sean Doolittle uh, Washington Nationals pitcher, smart guy, Sean Doolittle. Well, when but when when the see before the season started, talked about you know sports is a product of a sports is entertainment, and it's a product of a functioning society. And you know society really isn't functioning. Let's just be real. And we're trying to force and navigate our way through this. Um, despite, like, you know, we know things aren't functioning. I mean, they, they just aren't. And, you know, the definition of game as well is, you know, we, we take these games, they become our lives, but a game is a structured form of play usually undertaken for entertainment or fun, right? They're not doctors. They're not firemen as people are like, oh, they need to do their damn job. They're games. Remember people that. Like, we're talking about games, uh, right? And while these games, and I think, I, you know, and I brought this up during the pandemic before, and I brought this up in the past. I think when, you know, I know myself when I'm on my deathbed, I'll look back and think, man, I wasted a lot of time watching a lot of games, <laughs> right? But these games, for sports fans, it's all, like, a lot of sports fans, that's their life. That's what they have. Like, sports gamblers, sports fans, they wake up, they cry on Twitter about their favorite team, they watch the game. Their life revolves around this stuff, all right? Sports, fanatic. I mean, you know, go to a baseball game, man. There's, like, thousands of people there that are there alone and stuff. They don't have anything. All right, they live lonely, empty lives, but they're they're part of a collective because they're Yankee fans, right? Like that's what they have. And then you know, so when this stuff gets taken away from them, then they they get angry, like somehow their lives are being wronged. LeBron James doesn't owe you jack. He might owe Nike. You know, you could argue he owes the Los Angeles Lakers something. He doesn't owe you anything. He doesn't owe me anything. Like, like their basketball and sports, it's not like, um, it's not like water or air. It's not a necessity. And like the anger that people get about it would be the same. Can you imagine? Like, is it the same way if like, if you found out right now that all right, listen, man, 
Denzel Washington's not doing any movies right now because because of what's going on in the world. He doesn't feel like working right now. He's not. He doesn't feel like you know. He's decided to say no, and he's not going to do anything. Would there be the same outrage like there is at LeBron James? Oh, well, Denzel, you better shut up and do him. Shut up and go do a movie. Shut up and act. The problem, my my issue is, the sad thing is, they can shut it down. Someone will get shot next week anyways. That's like the sad thing. And I think C.J. McCollum has a good point. If they want to shut it down, fine. I support the NBA players no matter what they do. If they want to shut it down, fine. But have a plan. You're shutting it down and what? You know what I mean? Like, if you're going to run, you better know which direction you're running in. There's a saying on the street. So, you know, do they have that plan? Are they unified? As I stated, I personally think that their message and they're better off, I think they're more powerful and united by playing. The problem is a lot of these guys, like, it doesn't matter to them anymore. Like, to me, there was never an asterisk next to this championship run because it was in the bubble. But now, now we're getting to the point where, like, dude, even the big teams don't care. Like, the Raptors and the Celtics, like, weren't going to play, dude. They they were already planning not to play. And I'll tell you what, I think the Raptors are ready to walk and leave because they were there were sort of murmurs about that yesterday, and I sort of ignored it. I wanted to pretend it didn't happen and it wasn't there. We sort of briefly brought it up yesterday. I said, yeah, yeah, well, 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 you know, they won't do that. You know. And then Milwaukee really raised it up a notch. As I stated, you can disagree with them. And I don't have a problem with anybody disagreeing with anybody about anything. Well, some things are sort of like, you know, un- undisputable. But you can disagree with them, but I would ask that you respect them. To me, that's the difference. And as I stated, do I think that shutting it down is the right thing to do? No, I personally do not. But I'm also not a 22-year-old black man um, that plays in the NBA that has a lot of power and will be looked back on as far as what side of the fence and what side were you on during this. Were you on, you know, the monetary side or were you on, like, you know, your people side? And I think a lot of NBA players are on their people side. Sports Rage Late Night continues. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Portraits late night continues. Great stuff with the raging redhead, uh, Cam Stewart. And we knew Cam could uh, lighten the mood uh, a little bit. Uh, you know, we didn't, one of these weird dances uh, tonight on the show. And, you know, I've been in the business a long time. I've done a lot of shows over the years, um, 18, 18 plus years. 
of radio and TV shows. So we've been on for for different sort of situations and and events, but 2020's been like no other, right? Like we've never been on in the middle of a like global pandemic before. Um, you know, we've you know so the the social unrest. I've been on in unusual, you know, situations and circumstances, but I would prefer to just talk about games. I would prefer to talk about NFL futures. But the fact of the matter is, I don't create what happens in the world. I just sort of report it and analyze it. And moving forward right now, there's, you know, there's no end in sight. If you're an NFL football fan, you better hope that the NBA players stay in this bubble, man. If the NBA players walk, then, like, basically the the pressure is on and all eyes are on the National Football League. Like, the NBA, 80% of their players are African-American. They're black. And the same thing in the NFL, right? Like, the NHL can get away with this, and the NHL... Listen, the NHL is going to have, they're going to have bad columns written about them in like, you know, the athletic and deadspin and sort of, you know, the sort of woker left, you know, left-leaning sports media blogs and stuff will take shots at the National Hockey League. But ultimately, ultimately, they don't care and it doesn't really matter. The NHL really isn't expected to, to say or do anything. But if the NBA players really sacrifice their season in the playoffs, hard for the NFL players to just roll up and say, all right, we're going to play, no problems. I'm telling you right now, NFL owners are panicking. Crazy ass year, man, 2020. Still 128 days left in case you're counting. Bring it. Hey everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I, we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. Hey, it's going to be your church and your turn up. So listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 